Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio this week in a new book and joined by former Congressman Rick Keller um, talking about uh, achieving things and, and going after your dreams. And while that's not a new topic when it comes to books or, uh, or what people write, he uh, approaches it in kind of a fun and new manner. And uh, uh, former Congressman, thanks for coming on, Rick. Well, glad to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is a this is a great effort and uh, um, great advice, sage advice. But you also throw a little humor and uh, um, you know making fun of yourself a little bit and uh, and how things relate and kind of talk me uh, talk to me a little bit uh, the inspiration behind how you did this. So it's it's a very personal book for me because I didn't even meet my dad until I was fourteen. And at that first meeting, he handed me this little paperback book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I read it six times in high school, wasn't ready to call the guy dad, but about three years later, I was able to call him dad. And I said, you know, I'm gonna put this secret formula in this book to a test. Even though I was a mediocre student in high school, I set a goal to graduate number one with a 4.0 in college, and that happened. And then I used the same techniques to set a goal to get elected to Congress. And and that happened. And so now that I'm older, just turned 58, I, I thought it would be really cool to write a book that would have the same type of impact that that book had on my life. And so it is somewhat similar to Think and Grow Rich in that it uh, talks about the secret formula of three things to do to achieve big things, but a little bit different in terms of it uses modern-day celebrities and modern-day inspirational stories, people you know, Dolly Parton. Jim Carrey, Steve Harvey, as opposed to folks like, um, you know, Thomas Edison or Andrew Carnegie, who most folks today wouldn't know. The other thing that makes it a little bit different is that it does use humor. I, I wanted to make it easy to read. I have teenage daughters, so I, I wrote something that I felt everybody could could easily understand and relate to. Yeah, one thing one thing about you, a lot of your colleagues always used to know it is you had a, a sense of humor and. Uh, and you know, in the in the day-to-day workings of Congress, um, I'm sure running this country, I'm sure that was appreciated. Absolutely, I, I think self-deprecating humor is the best secret power that's that's it's not used regularly. You know, people try to put up this perfect image to the outside world and are scared to poke fun of themselves. And in my view, that's how you connect. You connect with people by being vulnerable and authentic and real. And you mentioned Congress. The whole reason I got to Congress was one simple joke. I was losing by 27 points in the polls, out fundraised four to one, and I got invited to this competition. It was like American Idol for politicians. A new group called Club for Growth had invited 16 finalists to D.C., each to give a five-minute speech. I was the last one to go. The people in front of me were famous and really good, like Mike Pence and Jeff Blake. And they all talked about serious stuff, and I'm like, that's just not who I am. Uh, I don't know anything about a laughter curve or all that stuff. And so I just went up there and I said, look, I'm the last one here. I, I, I feel like Elizabeth Taylor's seventh husband on his honeymoon night. Technically, I know what I'm supposed to do, uh, but at this point, I don't know how to make it interesting for you. And that room erupted for the first time that day, and, and it relaxed them, and I spoke passionately without notes, and they ranked me number one in the country and sent $400,000 my way. And a few months later, I got elected to the U.S. Congress. So humor really is, helped get me there in the first place. Yeah, relating to people is really the key to so many things. We're with former U.S. Congressman Rick Keller, 
the book is Chase the Bears, Little Things to Achieve Big Dreams. And when you're dealing with young people these days, Rick, you mentioned your daughters. Um, you know, kids have dreams and they have ambitions and they see what other people are doing, but they don't know how to get there. This book really maybe kind of is that bridge to, uh, to, to letting them learn how to express themselves and get to places they haven't been before. It really is, you know. David beat Goliath with this unconventional slingshot, and this three-step formula is, is your slingshot. It, it's designed to help young people, and essentially, the book goes into a detail, but the first part is, is learning to set a goal the right way with a specific time limit and a specific objective. The second part is putting that on your goal card and reading it every morning and every night forever. And then the third part is visualizing yourself already there. Like if your dream was to win a gold medal, visualize yourself up on stage every day. And the combination of those three things are so, so powerful. And very uh, few people use it. Um, but if I can give you a quick example of probably the best in the book is, is Jim Carrey. He went out to Hollywood. Um, struggled hard, was rejected for Saturday Night Live three times, and he went and used these techniques, the exact techniques used, that I use, and he wrote himself a check for a specific amount, $10 million, by a specific date, November 1995, for acting services rendered. He put it in his wallet, he read it every morning, read it every night, he visualized himself working with famous directors, and just before that date, he got the movie Dumb and Dumber and a $10 million check. So it, it, it works, it especially works if what you're trying to do is within the area of your gifts. And so I would say to a young person, your gift is the thing that comes easy for you, but it's hard for other people, and you love doing it, and you do it for free. Do that thing and set your goal in that arena. Yeah, I deal a lot with elite athletes, and, uh, you know, they know they have a gift, and uh, the successful ones... Like you said, they, uh, they visualize it, they believe it, and then they achieve it. And, uh, you know, that's, that sounds simple, but uh, as, you, as you say in the book, uh, sometimes we all need a reminder of that. You do, and, and the reason you read it every morning and every night is that it's a well-known fact that we come to believe something is true, regardless if it's true or false, if we hear it over and over again. And so when you first set this big goal, you don't believe it for the first two or three weeks. It takes a while, but after week three or four, man, it, you start believing it. And, and it's key to believe in something, to have confidence, and it's key to have confidence to achieve it. And so it's a, I don't know how in the world the universe works. All I know is that it does work. I saw that Sham Wow commercial about a thousand times, Rick, and then uh, I started believing that little rag could do it all. So I, I guess there is something <laughs> to it. <laughs> That's right. Well, speaking of elite athletes, I guess you guys... Uh, you have, you have some up in Georgia, Herschel Walker. Yeah, Herschel uh, in a tough battle. Um, I don't know which way that's going to go. I mean, in Georgia, as you know, in Georgia, it, it's think the tide has kind of changed a little bit as it has uh, in different ways. We're, we're talking a little politics here, which I don't normally do. But uh, it's happened in different uh, parts of the country. Things have swung different ways. And uh, if nothing else, it's interesting. And uh, I think some of these candidates and, and uh, just about every sitting member in Congress could, uh, could, could use a, a copy of your book, Rick. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, even though I'm a former politician, my book has nothing to do with politics. Right. It's just about the success principles. And, and I didn't bring up Herschel uh, for political reasons. I just I just happen to know he's, you talked about elite athletes, and I know he's in the public eye again. But I had breakfast with him one time sure. many years ago in D.C. And I said, he looked geez, just like he did when he was at the University of Georgia, built and, you know, muscular. And I said, I said, Herschel, are you... Are you the same weight now that you were then? He goes, Oh no, God no! I'm 222 pounds now. Back back then, I was 224 pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty close, man. That's well, pretty close. as you know, down in Florida and in here in Georgia, we uh, we produce a lot of top uh, football players. Herschel was uh, was one that really garnered tons of attention when uh, when he was playing, and he's had a successful uh, uh, business careers and such after and. Uh, you know, I don't think he was just drafted to to run. Um, I think uh, he actually wants to or wanted to, and uh, we'll find out in a few months uh, what 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 happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, one of the principles, other other than using your gifts in, in this book, is taking chances that are aligned with your purpose. And I'm not talking about crazy chances like evil Knievel strapping yourself into a motorcycle I, rocket. I, I mean, loved evil Knievel. I, I loved evil Knievel back in the day. <laughs> no, I did too. I did too. But I'm, I'm saying, you know, it didn't have to be that big a risk. And people, they don't take a big risk because because of fear. You know, right. they're scared, and and I get it. You know, I, I've been humiliated, I've been beaten, I've been shot at, and that's just from my wife after the last boys' weekend away. Oh so come on! It's scary out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I got that joke is from uh, a fellow Georgian, Sanjay Gupta. Uh, oh yeah. Kind enough to let me use that joke. He used it at a commencement speech. It almost sounded like it almost sounded like Rodney Dangerfield a little bit there, Rick. <laughs> No, but it, but it, it is true. It is baby step goals. So, for example, let's say you wanted to be a doctor and you're and you're not a great student. I would say your first semester you don't take organic chemistry and physics. You take badminton and volleyball and sociology and, and speech and psychology. Take the easiest load, the easiest teachers, and and build up. Get your confidence going. And one baby step at a time. Yeah, that's just one of the tidbits you'll find in the book. It's Chase the Bears, Little Things to Achieve Big Dreams. Amazon, you can find the book everywhere. Uh, I have the Kindle version, and uh, great to have on my phone uh, access to it all times, and really appreciate uh, uh, Rick Keller for coming on. And Rick, thanks for being a good sport. Uh, I love your humor and your writing style, and uh, keep up the good work. Well, thanks. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Take care.